Kaiju Transmissions podcast. My name is Kyle Bird, and of course, I have my trusty co-host Matt Parmley. Uh, yes, and um, welcome back to another episode. Um, uh, as always, you can find us on Twitter, uh, KT Podcast. Did I finally get that right? KT underscore podcast. Okay, I was close. You were um, close. Uh, check us out on Facebook and Instagram and Tumblr. We're everywhere. And um, you can email us at kaijutransmissions at gmail.com. If you have any questions, we will be happy to read them and answer them on the air. Um, and, of course, uh, leave us uh, reviews and star ratings on iTunes. Um, life will reward you. So today, uh, we are going to, um, all the way to Norway to check out 2010's Troll Hunter, a movie that I think a lot of people listening have probably seen, um, uh, and, uh, you know, it got a lot of really good buzz when it came out, um, so we're gonna take you all the way back to there, um, which is almost ten years ago, for the love of God. (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) (laughs) I think we're still broken from that last episode Behind the scenes here We just finished uh, recording the monsters And specifically monsters 2 I I think Bird and I are both broken After recording Well having to think about monsters 2 Is always just the worst Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Troll Hunter, uh, I guess 2010, we're kind of still in the middle of, uh, you know, the found footage thing being big. Um, I think Cloverfield in particular kind of kicked off a renaissance of that. And then that, that coming back, that style of, you know, handheld Blair Witch kind of, uh, cannibal Holocaust kind of thing. Um, and then, you know, yeah, we had, Wreck and Diary of the Dead and Quarantine and uh, I mean like a gazillion others uh, followed and Troll Hunter was one of them um, and probably one of the better ones to to come out of there um, and uh, yeah as far as giant monster movies it really gave us a lot of really interesting stuff that we'll be talking about um, <clears throat> uh, so. Yeah, I guess we can we can just jump right into it. Um, Matt, 
the last episode that we just recorded, I did two plot summaries. So are you okay tackling a troll hunter for me? I will do my best. Uh, so this this movie opens up with um, a, a group of well, the, the found footage. They start showing it right away, and, and it's a group of students from this uh, Volda University, and they basically have um, Thomas, Johanna, and they have their cameraman. Uh, I think it's Kale, Cal, and they they set out to make a, a documentary about a suspected um, poacher, a bear poacher. And this guy's Hans. And so they, they basically stalk Hans nonstop. They approach him to, to get interviews. Um, they find uh, on one of the days that they visit, there's a bear that's been slain. And there's a bunch of hunters that they interview. And the hunters are like, hey, this guy killed the bear. He did it illegally. And so they're trying to get kind of to the bottom of that. Um, during their interactions with Hans, they follow him out one night. And... Um, Eventually, they start. They, they get to work with Hans. He basically says, "You can film whatever you want," because they actually see a troll. They Hans comes screaming down from this like this hillside, and he, he just screams "troll," and they're like, "What?" And this this you see kind of things in the background, but you can't tell what it is, and it makes this like horrifying growl sound, it freaks everybody out. So they're trying to figure out what to get to the bottom of what's actually going on. So Hans agrees to let them shoot whatever they want because he says he's basically, he's tired of the job. He's tired of doing his job. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, The, the movie takes some, I mean, I don't know much about Norwegian, um, politics or, or government, but the movie takes some, some jabs at the government. And yet he's this government. He's a government show basically. Yeah. Yeah. And his job is basically to, uh, um, Kill, yeah, to kill any trolls that are wandering outside of you know their, their territory, their territories, and yeah, it turns out that like when he catches them filming, he's like, "What are you doing?" And they're like, "Oh, we're film. We want to film this for a school project." And he's like, "All right." And then they're like, "Why?" And he's like, "He he's pretty much just like." This job sucks. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you know, they don't pay me overtime. Like, they there's no appreciation for what I do, um, and you know, it's dumb that we keep this a secret. And you know, if it gets out there, you know, not only will people know about the trolls, but also, you know, I they might fire me. Like, he's try, he's just trying to get fired, basically. He's living the Norwegian dream, I guess. Um, <laughs> So, so during this this thing, he he gives them some guidelines. Like for example, they walk into his trailer at one point. And they're like, "Oh God, it smells awful in here." And like, what is it? And it's it's troll stench, I guess. And it just it looks like I don't know what it looks like. It's disgusting. But they end up rubbing it all over their body, kind of like the whole if you're hunting, you know, you put deer pee on your shoes. Yeah, that kind he of says thing. it's it's a it's a it's any anything you can squeeze out of a troll. <laughs> it doesn't sound uh, <laughs> that doesn't sound very fun. Um, he's got this, uh, flash gun that basically shoots, it shoots like sunlight basically. And when it hits trolls, it actually causes them to either turn to stone or they just kind of blow up. But one of the interesting things, bird, and I, I laughed at this actually, is at, there's a sequence where he asks them, do you believe in God or Jesus? And they're all like, no. And so later on that comes to fruition when they're like, um, one of the, the I think it's a cameraman. He gets freaked out. They're in a cave. And he's like, he starts sweating profusely, and he's like, he's rubbing the the troll stench all over him, and they're like, well, dude, what is wrong with you? 
And he starts talking about how he does believe in God. And then, of course, the trolls end up smelling him because he's sweating profusely. And uh, he gets he gets killed. And, like, there's another part where they're on a bridge. And they're trying to lure a troll out. And he, like, has a, uh, Hans walks out with this massive bucket of blood. And I'm like, wait a second. What is this? He's like, it's, a, it's the blood of a Christian man. And I kept thinking, like, who did they kill to get all that blood? <laughs> there's so much of it. Um, at any rate, they end up killing a bunch of trolls. They're trying to find out why all these trolls are suddenly moving out of their territory because it doesn't seem to be like uh, a one-off kind of thing. It's happening quite a bit, actually. And so there is a very large troll, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of it, but it's this thing. It's like it's basically Godzilla-sized. It's the, the yon, yon, Yontar or something? That's why I didn't try to say it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, and... It turns out they they do a blood they get a blood sample from one of the trolls they kill, and it turns out that the the bigger the Yontar thing has rabies, and it somehow passed rabies to the other trolls, and it's driving everybody and it's driving them uh, mad, and that's why they're acting or misbehaving. And what I should have mentioned earlier with the bear thing is Hans and another government guy they work together to cover up the troll attacks by saying that they were bear attacks, and so they bring in bears and just leave them there. So when somebody comes and finds a bear, they think it's it's Hans being a, a bear hunter, a bear poacher. So that's how that all kind of comes into play. Um, at the end of the film, you have them running from the giant Yontar. They're trying to take him down. And we see that the Yontar is uh, defeated by Hans. He's got this awesome like van that he has and this giant light on it. After the troll is defeated, here come the government people. And our camera crew starts running away from them, realizing who they are. And then that's when basically the camera like fades to black. And I think it falls in a field or something. Don't, don't quote me on that one. But that's kind of how it the, the movie ends. Um, yeah, so that's a Cliff Notes summary. I'm sure I left stuff out. but yeah. uh, Did they say why the trolls kept leaving? They, they, yeah, they, they explicitly state that like the the rabies has well the yontar's behavior has driven the other trolls yeah out of the area and it's because he has rabies but they also mentioned that the other trolls also have rabies and that's why their behavior is so different than what it would be normally now how they pass that back and forth i have no idea right um yeah no uh that was pretty good um the cool thing about this movie is that uh we don't really get a lot of as americans <laughs> We we don't get too many looks into, um, you know, Norwegian myth mythology or culture. Not the same way that we do Japan or China or, you know, Mexico or you know, it's still very weird and foreign to us. And I think that's part of the appeal for this is like, it's taking things from actual Norwegian mythology like the I don't, and i don't know matt I, you're not you're not norwegian but as a christian i i don't know um how much you know about it but the yeah the whole like they smell christian blood thing like that is a norwegian that is part of the norwegian folklore yeah i had no idea that's not something that like yeah i don't i, <laughs> I really it caught me off guard and i realized hey this is probably hearkening back to like a, a real some sort of like real folk folklore, which is kind of, I mean, I think it's neat. I think it's cool. They yeah. pull, um, and, and like the, the trolls they use in the film, from my understanding, they're based off actual, uh, folklore tales. Yeah. There, there's a few like Billy goats gruff and, um, yeah, uh, the, the, yeah, that was pretty cool. And what's the, 
There's the other one that's like the the eating I eating lunch with a troll one. I forget what the actual name of the fairy tale is, but um uh but yeah, I I think like I think the I don't know, don't quote me because I'd hate to you know, have someone who does know about this, you know, be screaming at their phone or whatever right now. But I, I think the whole um, thing with uh, the the Christian blood, I think that's even referenced in the, the fee-fi-fo-fum. I uh, smell, whatever, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. That, that, that makes sense. Um, so, like, from what I can, from what I can tell, it sounds like trolls essentially become kind of as people are but they're not christianized and that's why they're dangerous to christians which kind of makes sense like if you think about uh, when the folklore is written there's probably a lot of influence of christianity so they kind of look at these things as being i don't want to say anti-christian but like just kind of like a a demon sort of thing yeah i don't know if that's making any sense or not but yeah yeah for for sure um uh yeah, I'm trying to think of the cuz like uh the director Andre Overdahl who uh um it's actually kind of successful now. Um he did the autopsy of Jane Doe after this, which was like a really I haven't seen that, but I heard that's pretty yeah, good. It's, it's like a really acclaimed horror movie. And right now he's doing the um uh scary stories to tell in the dark. Um that del toro produced which I, I yeah which yeah i'm looking forward to that um uh <clears throat> but yeah there's there's references to some of those um those fairy tales like uh um three billy goats gruff and uh some other stuff um and yeah the the troll designs themselves were very much um you know he didn't want to make them too I guess, you know, he didn't want to be like, oh, if a troll existed, it would look more like, like, you know, they're very kind of, um, I don't really know if I want to say cartoony, but they're, they're very much in line with, um, you know, the, the classical, um, uh, you know, troll designs that you would think of. Um, okay. The, 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 the big fairy tales that are influences are the boy who had an eating match with a troll. That's what I meant. Um, mm. Three Billy Goats, Gruff, and uh, Soria Moria Castle. So I don't know. I'm not Norwegian, man. I don't know what, <laughs> what some of this stuff is, but um, but yeah, it, it's it's a good look into their, I guess, kind of mythological creatures. The same way you know we l- might look at um, something like the Med- the Medusa or. You know things like that, and we we don't really get that in anything that I, I mean I don't know how much it is in their stuff, but really like in anything that comes this way, unless you think of the you know the troll dolls, you know with the crazy hair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that, yeah, the next uh, the next trolls movie should be uh, Hans looking for all the trolls. Dude, I want, yeah, that would be awesome. I do have um, okay, so I have an interview with with him with the director, and he's he explains the Christian blood thing. Um, he says when the basically when the country was Christian in the 13th century, century, the idea was the trolls lost their power over the population because they weren't being worshipped or people weren't being afraid of them because of their belief in God. And so 
when they smell the blood of the the, of a christian person it's like uh the red flag in front of the ox kind of or like you know when they yeah yeah so that's that's kind of interesting and he said that the film was actually one of the metaphors for the film is how we treat our wildlife which totally makes sense i mean that's pretty much on the nose but um yeah i hope i hope that explains it a bit more um okay yeah for sure um yeah, so uh, <clears throat> it w- it's just it's really interesting to kind of see something that is taking you know a mythology and a creature that we don't see much in our culture and really just busting it wide open. It's it's kind of what's cool about seeing you know the Daya yokai movies. I mean, we're it's you're 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 looking at the mythology of a completely weird, bizarre, um, like creatures and you know and things that you know we like we we have our own but it's interesting when we get to see that from you know another country and and some one that we don't get as much in pop culture is you know the the Scandinavian countries and and Norway and stuff um so i really really like that aspect of it um um now uh Hans is an awesome character. Uh, I, yeah, if we can shift to the characters for a minute. Um, sure. I just love... Well, I guess Hans himself is played by a, a famous, famous Norwegian comedian. So it would be like if we had, like, Ricky Gervais <laughs> star in, like, <laughs> Clover, a Cloverfield movie or something. And, I, I mean, he's funny in this, but, he, like, he's mostly not playing it for laughs, but... When he does, he's really funny. Like, my favorite part is, like, there's, uh, he's, it's the raglifant, it's, it's the troll under the bridge, yeah. um, that they use the three goats. Again, a reference to the, to folk, Brilliant. the fairy tale, but, fairy tale, but, um, <laughs> he has to get its blood sample because he has to take it to see what like you know he wants to know what's up with these trolls why they're acting like that and so he's seeing you know maybe they're diseased and of course like you said it turns out they have rabies but he has like <laughs> he has a giant syringe and he's he puts on this like clanky armor like it's it think like clunky like you know the the first iron man suit that he builds in yeah. the cave almost and it's just like uncomfortable and like instead of just being like super scared that he's going to go like he might get killed by a giant troll he the whole time he's just like god i hate this job he's like this part sucks i hate doing this it's like think of your job and like whenever like you have to do something that is just like one of your least favorite things to do and you're just like oh god like that's kind of his attitude about it and then <laughs> and then when the the troll does pick him up and like slam him around like a rag doll and just like the physical comedy of that scene is is funny as well. So that's my favorite um, Hans moment. According to the, uh, the like I said, the interview I read, um, there's a bit of um, Quinn from uh, Jaws. Like, oh, that's yeah, kind of, Quinn. That yeah, was like, he, yeah, yeah. That was kind of an inspiration. He, he is the best character in the film, and he, and he is hilarious. And like one of the things that's hilarious about him is he's so just like gruff and to the point, and like, he just he basically tells things exactly how they are. And when you see that, like, in the movie, it comes across as kind of being, like, that old... He's a get-off-my-lawn guy with a bit more humor, and it, it is really funny. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, he's constantly like at odds with the because his job is to kill any trolls that escape, and there, then there's another guy whose job is to cover it up. So he he's the one that goes and he plants like dead bear carcasses, and he basically blames like any disappearances or any attacks on these bears. And like, <laughs> there's a great part just about how like ineff- ineffective they are, like where they're like there's like people looking at the footprints like they're with like a small group of people that are like watching them like uh look at these footprints and they're like are you sure these are bare footprints like why are they like they're like shouldn't the left foot be here and the right foot be here like this makes no sense and the guy he just drives away um that character i think newt i don't know how how you would say it but he's also played by a famous norwegian comedian um he actually holds some kind of Guinness record for the longest stand-up routine. Where he did stand-up for 38 hours. That's... <laughs> I... Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. That's like a whole other can of worms there. But yeah, I guess that's like... He's like... He's another famous comedian. And and I mean, they, they have their funny moments, like what I just talked about. But yeah, they're playing it straight. So yeah, it would be like if we had like... I don't know, like Ricky Gervais and like uh, I don't know, like Kevin Hart. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you like how Finn works for the uh, troll, the the troll security service? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, um, two is great. Yeah, and then I guess uh, um, uh, the. The whole thing with, uh, like, he, he, he came up with kind of, like, a, a science be- behind the trolls. Like, um, you know, older trolls, like, they grow more heads to, like, uh, you know, I guess, raise their kind of, I guess, social status and, like, attract more mates. And, um, uh, like, sunlight uh, um, uh, kills them because they're incapable of converting light into vitamin D. So the younger ones will explode, and the older ones, like, their bones will solidify, and they turn to stone. Um, and uh, I think uh, I think it was the Kaiju Cast episode about this pointed out that, like, that's a very kind of uh, Kaiju movie thing, like, where they, like, have the, the little scenes where, like, they study the science of the monster and... So like that's that's also something I always kind of like in movies like this where they kind of get into to to you know the the fake movie science of it all. Um, you know, Bird, we forgot. I I forgot to mention that Thomas at one point he gets bitten by a troll and gets rabies himself. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of which is uh, kind of a fun little thing. I also like like the vet. The, the lady that plays the vet, like, that brings a bit of levity to it because, like, everything's been... It's like... Well, it's, it's kind of like the whole Monarch deal with the first Godzilla film. You got this, like, secret organization doing things behind the scenes. Um, that aspect of it is actually pretty fun. And I would, like... By the time you get to the end of the movie, it's been a lot of fun, and then you see the giant troll, and they've encased it, basically, in gigantic high-tension wires... The same as like you would you saw like in King Kong versus Godzilla, which is pretty neat. Um, yeah the the uh, the whole secret organization stuff I enjoy a lot. Um, also, like I I like just how I just again going back to Hans, like he has such a dry um, 
like nonchalance about everything and there's this bureaucracy that um he has to he has to work with like uh if if he kills a troll he has to fill out a form detailing like <laughs> everything <laughs> about it yeah. <laughs> yeah he like shows him how long the form is and it's just in it it's ridiculous yeah, yeah so so there's like all this his job is pretty much just doing paperwork and he he just he just hates his job um uh and yeah so i i just i just love that he has this kind of you know he's just ready for it to be over <laughs> um kind of attitude um and yeah i mean the movie really takes a kind of uh i guess you mentioned um you know how we treat our wildlife and you know i mean i don't know what do you get out of that because uh, to me it sounds like it's more just to hans's point of like why why are these things like like this is nature why is it a secret like who cares like you know why like it's they're so afraid of like hans is kind of like in between like the modern modern culture and then the trolls are this thing of the old culture that they're like trying to hide and it's like i think I think it's just like why not, why let why make them hide and just let them like live their lives. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple things. I, I think one thing that comes to mind too, and we kind of mentioned the paperwork, but the bureaucracy of like hunting and hunting licenses and and like there there's a lot of regulations. They're kind of there for a reason, and poaching is absolutely a thing that happens. And when animals get out of the, like when, when you think of animal can like population control or like seasons there's a reason those things exist and it's because studies have shown you know when the animals may when like basically when the best time it is to take some out to like not affect the overall population just crap like that i mean i guess yeah. if you think of it that way yeah um, for sure uh, bird are you a much of a hunter have you ever hunted anything or have you no. like shot it? <laughs> no no <laughs> uh, i've been so like i've hunted once and I say once because like I went with my uncle and my grandpa and it was it was neat, but like and I didn't shoot the deer. But like I saw the deer and I was just like, uh, eh, I don't really wanna you know, I don't really wanna do this. Yeah. Now deer taste delicious, so like that's kinda I've neat. never even had deer. It's good. Yeah, I I'd recommend it. Um I don't know, like the the whole deal with hunting, not not my thing, not something I've ever like saw myself wanting to do. Um but like, imagine imagine you're this guy and like you're getting paid to do a job where you risk your life every day, and you don't get paid overtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just awful. he's yeah he's just like had enough <laughs> basically. He's, he's just I hate everything about this. But he's so and he he mentions like he's basically the only person doing this job. Yeah, yeah, he's like the only one that even has that job. So yeah, he's just ready to get fired <laughs> pretty much. Um, but, uh, okay, so the trolls, we have the, 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 the Yotnar, uh, which is the giant, giant one at the end, um, the Mountain Kings, which are the ones in the, in the caves, the Ragglefant, which is the one under the bridge, and the Tosserlod, which is the three-headed one, uh, which is the first one we see, um, do you have a favorite out of those? Honestly, I think it's it's probably the first one. Yeah. And they, they, yeah, I mean, like it's just the way it's shot. 
that one's pretty cool because it ends up chasing him through the woods and the three heads. It's it's a, it's a fun little scene. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I, I like the last one, the giant, but the, he is pretty awesome. I like them all though, and I like that they have like that traditional kind of storybook troll look instead of like they they didn't try to modernize um you know how they should how they should look or anything like that um i thought that was i thought i just thought that was such a fresh approach to it um uh i guess um i will say uh my favorite moment is probably at the end when they're uh they're they're trying to get in front of the giant troll so like it's a found footage movie so like the, the we see the like they they have to like drive between its legs and like the tail like almost hits the car and knocks it over like i i thought that was really cool and just in general i'm not a big found footage movie guy but i one thing i like about it is that it really can make things creepy like the scene in the 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 woods when you know they face the the first troll um, you know, just all the little glimpses we get of it, like between the trees and stuff, uh, just looks like so cool and so kind of, um, uh, kind of creepy and, you know, all the night vision stuff, like the scene in the that's, cave, yeah, um, all that stuff is great, is stuff that I think the found footage aspect really lends itself to in terms of this movie. Um, that being said, uh, this is one where like I don't I don't know exactly why it needed to be found footage although the director felt like the the humor in it cuz there is a lot of humor it's just very dry you know it is very kind of comedic and satirical um he did say he didn't he didn't feel like the humor would really land well outside of that format and uh I don't know but um it works good enough for this um it does have that thing though where there's certain scenes where it's like okay who's filming this and why if it's all supposed to be footage from the tapes, like there's a scene where like they're driving and we get an exterior shot of like, it looks like the camera is placed like right above like the tire of their vehicle. And it's like, okay, who's filming this (laughs) and why, you know, like, like when I think of found footage stuff, the common complaint is the, like the shaky cam feel. This has some of that, but it's not, it feels like a true found footage film. The fact that like it could be real, but also it doesn't have that really annoying camera that moves from side to side the whole time. Yeah, with with found footage movies, I'm not really too much of a complainer about the shaky cam. I get the complaints because there are a lot of people that are sensitive and it can make them sick. But I've never gotten sick from it, so it it's never really bothered me. But I do agree. You know, they do a good job of keeping a lot of things relatively smooth. Um, uh, it has the exact same thing, though, with every found footage movie, which just, like, by nature of that format, you're basically sacrificing any kind of real um, character development that you could do. Because you can only develop the characters with the footage that there is, yeah, yeah. you know? So so there's never going to be a quiet moment between two characters where they're talking about, you know, everyday their everyday lives you know no found footage movie by design can have something like that so you're already kind of going in with a handicap um, yeah but that being said i mean hans is awesome and and but he's kind of awesome enough to make up for you know everyone else being a little bit more on the the meh or the bland side 
Um, the really the only thing that I think truly, truly doesn't quite work for me is um, uh, I'm not exactly sure what they're, and it might just be me just not understanding, but I'm not exactly quite sure what they were going for with the the one character getting bit and getting the rabies. Um, cause it doesn't really like, there's no payoff to it. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. I like, maybe there is a better reason that for it being included, but I don't know. It just didn't, I don't, I, I just didn't, I guess I didn't understand the point of it. Yeah. Like the only thing that they do is he, he gets bit and then you think it's weird. And as the movie progresses, there's this constant thing where like, he's not feeling well and like it kind of continues. But, and at the end of the film, he realizes that you know he's like well they have rabies because they're actually out chasing the giant troll at that point when he get when they get gets a phone call from the vet and they say hey that thing has rabies that's why and you realize that guy got bit but they're, they're, you're right there actually isn't a payoff to that which i think is a shame because they, they could have made it into something um i don't know if they just didn't have the time or if they felt like having the government agency show up and the kids mysteriously vanish would be the better route i'm not really sure <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, that, I mean, I don't know, that's, but it's a small um, kind of part of it. Um, uh, also, a kind of fun thing was um, after the, the Christian cameraman gets uh, gets killed, um, they replace him with a, a girl, a Muslim, a, yeah, a Muslim girl. <laughs> <laughs> And did you like the little offbeat dialogue? He's like, well, is that a, like, they basically ask, is Muslim okay? He's like, and Hans is like, I don't know. I guess yeah, he's we'll like, see. I don't know. Cause like, cause yeah, it's like, I guess technically she probably believes in like a God, but it's not, you know, the Christian God. So yeah, he's like, she's like, is that okay? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> We've never done this before. <laughs> he definitely is that curmudgeon character like Quint from Jaws. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, no the the ending <laughs> the ending has me cracking up too. Oh um, yeah, I, I left. Yeah, go ahead and talk about that for a second. Yeah, so like the it ends with a clip of the Norwegian uh, prime minister, which is a real news clip. Um, and I guess in real life he was talking about the. Uh, I guess in Norway it's like a big controversy the need for like um, building these giant electrical towers, like the ones in the movie. And I guess it's like a sensitive topic because. They, I, I, I did a little reading before, so I don't know like what they did or if it's still a hot button issue. But I guess the the gist is, you know, people don't feel like they need them because you know there there's not really a lack of energy, and then you know they want to plow through all of these you know beautiful historic you know nature sites to do it and i guess there's just been a lot of protests and a lot of um a lot of stuff like that saying you know hey we we don't we don't want to but then on the other side they're saying like well you know we're trying to cut down on you know gas emissions from you know people using gas instead of electricity and and stuff like that so i don't know it's uh, seems like it could be an interesting debate i just didn't really take a deep dive into it but um, yeah, the clip at the end is pulled from a, a press conference where he's addressing that, and then, like, the the camera pans away <laughs> to, like, uh, the guy next to him, and he's like, and, like, the, the, the text on screen says, like, you know, the government has denied everything, although they did hint at the existence of trolls in a press conference, and the camera pans away clearly because, you know, they had to 
change the dialogue from what the guy actually said. And he's like, trolls do exist, so we do need those power lines. And then, like, the guy next to him, like, is really uncomfortable, which is also, like, part of that real clip. The only thing that was changed was the trolls line. And then it just cut, cut, cuts to the credits. And, like, it's just it's just executed in such a funny way um, where it's like, yeah, he hinted at them. And then it's like, no, he straight up says trolls exist, and that's why we need the power lines. Um and then, yeah, the guy next to him, like, panics. But, yeah, so I guess in a way, um, again, going back to, I guess, the theme of how we treat wildlife, in a way, I guess you could say that little coda at the end is also kind of addressing, you know, why the government wants to, uh, you know, how how they're willing to, to plow under, you know, nature in order and, and suppress and kill nature. Um, to get these power lines up, which is a very real, I guess, debate in Norway. Um, so yeah, I, I guess that kind of brings it uh, full circle into you know, I guess a, a, a specific a social issue um, that's specific to their you know their homeland. Yeah, man, I, I think <laughs> that like the, the idea of. The power lines being, and they, there's actually a point where they point to a map and they like say they show like this big. They, they're asking the the um, Thomas is asking why why are these power lines in a giant circle, trying to get see if the guy knows about the trolls and apparently they don't. They just kind of work at the the power line factory, and they're like I don't know, like I don't know why they're in a giant circle and it's because they've enclosed the the troll in so that it can't get out. But like that's such a the way the film structures stuff like that and like it brings and they're they're poking fun at the guy bringing the bears and there's a scene where like the um the bear handler brings in a a bear from like poland or something they're like this isn't the yeah right they're bear. like bear they're like this is, yeah they're like this bear being here makes no sense and they're like there's just a lot of that stuff which is hilarious <laughs> to me yeah and there's a yeah they they say they they took the bear from the the, the bear came from the zoo and it's like did you it's like they clearly <laughs> didn't even think through like oh what bear would be here um uh, uh so just a couple of i guess culture more cultural references um, the Mountain Kings, again, that's an actual troll from Norwegian folklore, I guess. Um, uh, the play uh, Pier Gint, if I'm saying that right, um, is, is the, uh, a famous example of, of that kind of troll. Um, the Wikipedia page has, you know, some, some of the, like I said, uh, the, the, these are very classical kind of troll designs. The Wikipedia page has some good examples of that. Um, you know, these classical, uh, Norwegian art with, uh, trolls that look a lot like in the movie. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's cool. They didn't try to like, Oh, this doesn't look scary enough. Like they, they were very true to the, the folk, the folklore. Um, other common things are uh, tr- from Norwegian folk tales are uh, trolls eating rocks, um, and uh, you know, in uh, the growing of the multiple heads, them being dim-witted, turning to stone, which they have they scientifically explain in the movie. Um, uh, <clears throat> Boots who ate a match with a troll. Um, the story I mentioned earlier when the, uh, is mentioned when the cameraman asks about an eating contest. Of course, I, we, we mentioned the three Billy Goats gruff one. Um, Soria Moria Castle, uh, is one of the tales, 
Uh, it tells about trolls being able to smell Christian's blood. Um, uh, a painting by Theodore Kittleston, based on the same fairy tales, also uses a backdrop on one of the trips they do. Um, so yeah, the movie's just filled with, stu- with stuff like that where, you know, I'm, a Norwegian person might actually, you know, pick up on it quick, but we're, you know, very alienated from their culture, I think, and so, um, yeah, we might not quite grasp it. Like I said, I think, uh, this kind of being to them what maybe a yokai movie would be to to the Japanese. I, I think that's a fair... Um, that would be very fair, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a good comparison. Um, and like the yokai movies, you don't really need to have a deep education of this stuff um, to enjoy it. You know, it, it works... It's good enough that it works either way, but yeah, I'm assuming for a Norwegian audience, it's going to play a, on things that are a little more familiar no, I I can't think of any anything else. I mean, I think the yokai comparison is apt, but I also I'm glad that like when you watch this movie, it plays so well without that stuff because of how awesome Hans is and how well the characters banter with each other. I mean, it's just I I think it's a fun little movie. Yeah, it, and it's very watchable. You know, I I think as long, if you if you don't mind the found footage format, I think you um, you know I I think I think you're in for a treat. Uh, um, another thing is, like, obviously this was, you know, it's a Norwegian movie, um, obviously pretty low budget. Um, the budget on this was only, I think, about $4 million or something like that. And I gotta say, um, the CG is pretty darn good. I think I think the, the nighttime setting of a lot of the scenes and the night definitely vision helps. <laughs> uh, definitely helps. And I think they use it to their advantage. Um, but I gotta say, like even the end um, with the giant troll, I gotta say that the the effects are pretty good. I think they hold up, and I think for something that was this cheap, I think they, um, you know, I think they they really, really did a good job with them. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I, I, it's it's believable. It's fun. It's not. It's the thing about a C, like low budget CG is it can be really distracting, and I didn't get that vibe at all during this movie. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's really good CG. Um, um, at one point, uh, Chris Columbus, um, the director, not the guy who murdered a bunch of people and didn't discover America, but, um, <laughs> you know, director of Home Alone, uh, the first couple Harry Potters, um, uh, a whole bunch of movies. He produced Gremlins. Um, or he wrote Gremlins as well. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he, he bought the rights to a remake, um, a Hollywood version that uh, Neil Marshall um, was set to direct. And uh, it's been canceled, and I don't know. I, I know that um, Overdahl himself sold, is the one that sold the rights. Um, but I don't know. I'm not weeping for, for that just because, like, I don't know, I just feel like it's so specific to their culture that a Hollywood version would be, like, I don't know, it's weird. It would lose It would lose a lot of the, I guess, authenticity? I don't know, it's weird to me. It's like, um, I know, I don't think there's any traction on it, but I know a studio also bought the rights for an American version of uh, 
Big Man Japan, and it's like I don't really how get would it. that even work? I don't know. It it it's it's so specific to the country of origin that I don't. You would, know, you I, would get I, something that resembled it, but would like probably not have the right right spirit kind of thing. That's, yeah, that's what I imagine happening anyway. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm not a Neil Marshall guy. I mean, his best work has been episodes of Hannibal and Game of Thrones. Uh, I know a lot of people love Dog Soldiers and The Descent, but... You don't like Dog Soldiers? Uh, no, not really, no. God, what's wrong with you? I didn't see his Hellboy, but I've heard it's a train wreck. I've um, heard that, but I have some friends who loved it, so I might... I might have, I'll eventually watch it. Yeah, Heckboy? Heckboy. <laughs> <laughs> Some some theater in the Bible Belt posted a marquee that said "Heck Boy," and and well, since it's not part of the Del Toro series, I don't know. Maybe I should just start calling it that to just differentiate. That, so uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen Heck Boy <laughs> yet, but um, but yeah, I, I just feel like a lot of the cultural spirit won't be there, and I I feel like for something like this, watching the version from its country of origin is it just feels like any other version is going to be like too i don't know i don't know i just don't see how you can do it so i agree but i'm really honestly bird the takeaway from this podcast right now is that i'm just really sad that you don't like dog soldiers i knew that already but just having that reminded and thrown back in my face is just yeah i don't know it doesn't yeah it doesn't do much for me <sighs> most people would be more offended that i said i don't like the descent but well, I have seen the descent, but I, I don't remember it that well. Alright, so, so, so you so you can't you're you're not gonna at me about it? <laughs> I would if I had an opinion either way, I just I don't. <laughs> don't at me, Matt. Um, I'll try not to. <laughs> um but no, Troll Hunter, it's a lot of fun. Um again, this is one that's streaming in a lot of places. It's on Shutter. It's on Tubi. It was it was on Netflix for a it was on Netflix for a yeah, while for a really long time. Um, uh, but the Blu-ray is usually cheap too. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I again, um, this is where I champion the kind of outside the box giant monster movies like uh, you know, um, Colossal or Cloverfield or Monsters or um not monsters dark continent where you know if you just want another culture's uh spin on the genre with you know um the found footage aspect added in but just you know another culture's version of a giant monster movie that is really kind of breaking you know the mold and doing its own own doing just its own thing you know if you if you're if you want something fresh um, that isn't like the same old, you know, monster smash em up that, you know, we're used to. And you're one of the more open-minded kind of, you know, Hey, I want to check out what other people could do with the genre. That's going to be completely different and new, you know, troll hunter is a nice little, um, surprise. And so, um, you know, things like this are, are really kind of what make the, the genre exciting to me because as I said in our monsters episode, you know, I'm going to get the Godzilla beat em up movies until I, I'm dead. They're going to be making those long <laughs> after I'm dead. They're going to keep making them. There's no shortage of them, you know, on TV, you know, you get your, you still get your rubber suit, uh, 
miniatures and stuff with the Ultraman stuff that's never going to go away. Um, so, yeah, if you, if that stuff's always going to be around. So, checking out something different like, you know, Troll Hunter, or, you know, the other movies I mentioned, I mean, can, can be a real breath of fresh air. So, I recommend it. So, what kind of star rating you want to do? Oh, man. How many, uh, <laughs> How many uh, buckets worth of Christian blood <laughs> out of five do you would you rate this uh, one? It's a very metal um, rating scale. Um, I'm gonna go three and a half for now. I could I could see this working its way to a four rather easily with another watch or two, um, but I'll stick with a three and a half for now. I, I I feel like it will get higher in the future though. I am right there with you at a three and a half. I, I three and a half to four. It's right in that range. It's a lot of fun. It's well made. You're gonna you're gonna laugh. It's also pretty short. I think it's ninety ish minutes. Does that sound right? Ninety, a hundred, yeah. Um, so it's 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 fairly short, and uh, I seriously, Hans is awesome. Yeah, Hans is great. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's Troll Hunter, and um. Yeah, I, I think I think the remake being canceled is, it's fine, and you know, I, and I think as this director, I mean, he made this and then Autopsy of Jane Doe. I mean, yeah, it's not a household movie title, but it was one of the most critically acclaimed uh, in horror circles and outside uh, horror movies of the last few years. And I mean, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is coming out this summer, and I mean that looks good and it seems like they're advertising it well and it's got Guillermo del Toro's name on there as a um as a a, a producer and a co-writer so i mean he this director is going to be going places i think and you know for a debut film i think troll hunter really is impressive so everyone will be fine even without the remake happening everything is fine <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess, uh, I guess that'll do it for now. Um, as always, uh, I mention again, check us out Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram. Um, if you feel like adding me, um, about whatever, you know, if you don't, if me not liking the descent, you know, you can, you can at me, um, at any of those places, uh, rate us and uh, leave a review on iTunes. Be as nice or mean as you want. Um, and uh, email us, kaijutransmissions at gmail.com. We would love to answer your questions or um, uh, read your feedback or comments. Uh, so, yeah, I guess uh, you uh, you good to uh, yeah, close out? Ha- thanks for listening. Have a nice evening. Yeah, yeah. All right. Take care, everybody.